Hey, everybody, it's John. And thanks to everybody who helps us out every week by going to patreon.com slash steal this beer and throwing a couple of bucks away so that we can mail beers to our guests and have some fun conversations resulting from that. So uh, if you're not already, go check it out. It's patreon.com slash steal this beer. Uh, as Cass says, a little bit goes a long way and we appreciate the support. Now, here come the sirens. Steal This Beer, a candid weekly discussion about beer, over beer, by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. All right, hey y'all, it's five o'clock on Monday and we are stealing beer. I'm Augie Carton. Hey, Augie Carton. Happy 2024. I'm John Hall. Justin Kennedy is sitting at Transmitter Brewing right now and joining us on his birthday, Brian Cass. Yo, yo. Happy birthday, Brian Cass. Hand claps, hand claps. It's the the birthday suit edition of the show. Are you naked? Cass? I know the thieves can't hear it, but we uh, I thought we all agreed that we were going to get naked for this episode. Oh, dude, I'm wearing <laughs> athleisure. I am peak athleisure right now. On a 30 degree day. It's I like wearing twist... nothing at all. <laughs> I twisted bear. my leg, twisted my ankle. I'm in a little leg brace, so I just threw some sweats over it. So I am. I am... What happened? Oh, just, you know me. Just decided. Peloton? Uh, no, it you was know actually. Him. Drinking it was weights. It was yeah. weights. I picked up some weights, went to do some lunges, didn't properly warm up, went backwards, toe slipped, knee fell, ankle snapped. So I'm I'm braced for a bit. It's fine. It's not, I can still ride the bike because bike shoes are hard bottomed, so it doesn't require my ankle to move. So it's just no no ankle pivoting for about three weeks. I I. I just realized, I hope you get better soon. Um, I just Thank realized you. that uh, that naked would be a bad idea here. Uh, I, If I sound different, I'm currently uh, in our dining room at the house because my basement office got flooded out right before Christmas. And it is currently uh, completely dismantled and a construction zone and, and, and all of that. But the naked part is so we got this dining room set years ago when we got married from a coworker who was like moving overseas. And it's this really nice, like French oak dining table that we would never be able to get ourselves, but that was gifted to us. And they were getting ready to put this stuff in storage. Bear with me. And so with you had all of the chairs wrapped in plastic, like you'd get in the, at an Italian grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. So all of the fabric is still wrapped in plastic because I've been too lazy for the last 15 years to unscrew the seats from the base to take off the plastic and go from there. So I'm I'm actually sitting on a plastic <laughs> cover, a thick vinyl plastic covering on my dining room chair right now. So being oh, dude, my birthday sticky, sticky. Past birthday party sticky, would be sticky sticky. Yeah, you'd just be hearing the sounds of uh, middle-aged guy Velcro throughout the yeah, entire show as I that's as rough around. What's funny about this is I don't think I'm over underestimating. I've probably been inside your house 
twice or thrice. Yeah, maybe. And that means I've never made it to the dining room because I would know true. that. That's not true. You've 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 sat at this table. You've sat at this very table. So it's the one right you inside the door on the right. Yeah, it's right inside. You know what? I didn't even notice. So I wouldn't change that plastic at all because you know me. That's the kind of thing I would comment on. Yeah. Like, like if it went unnoticed, I would keep the fabric in good condition because yeah. you know me. I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me, Grandma Annie? What yeah. the fuck? Oh, no. Good job, man. Whoever wrapped them, wrapped them nice because I, I had no idea or it didn't stick out to me. You know, the problem, though, is both of these times I would have been in the presence of Hannah. So I'm not paying much attention to yeah the furniture when the decor yeah uh what's funny so i is guess till she goes through her angry teenager phase you might as well just keep the plastic there there is a chair that she favors sitting in and i am i'm, I'm looking at it right now and i'm realizing that the edges is, are all picked to hell oh yeah of course so oh. it's the one chair that doesn't match the others right now which is uh, which now is how much great. of this thinking was to preserve the fabric from let's say oxidization and sunlight and wear and tear and how much was you knowing you and your profession and figuring sooner or later you were going to cover them in stout anyway so you might yeah. as well it was more lazy than anything else i was going to say but, i think it's laziness right yeah it's i every time i saw and at some point like 10 years in april said to me she's like are we ever going to take the plastic off of this and i was like why would we do it now and you said, like, yeah, now it's a tradition, honey. I've, I've worn, I've worn, I've worn it, yeah. two nice little chat prints into my seat, so it's yeah. safe. But it's uh, uh, in case our, our dear listeners are still with us, and that's a gamble. <laughs> haven't um, tuned out. You've probably guessed by now that uh, we're starting off 2024 without an accomplice. Kennedy really hit the ground running this year. Is this no, our I like first it. episode I like this. of this we year? Had, we had a good long streak of familiar voices and some yeah. new voices. This is good. This is just us connecting. But Kennedy, we had a guest scheduled for this, right? We, we have one after this, Augie, if you read. No, but we did have somebody thread. scheduled for this one. Stop yes. acting like I didn't read that. <laughs> we did have somebody <laughs> coming, and they dropped us. Yeah, sure. We can say that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. But you guys should be you should be drinking beers one and two now. Oh, yeah. we're supposed to drink for the no Allworth episode, not the Allworth episode. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. goddamn! So it. Jeff Allworth, writer extraordinaire, is on next week's That's show. Right. I sat down, with put him. my hurt foot up, and figured I didn't have to drink for forty-five minutes. Now oh. I got to drink. <laughs> Wait till oh. you try beer number one. All right, <laughs> hold on. All right, hold on. Are you guys fucking with me? Oh, this Justin fucker. is. Justin is for sure. Uh, We're off to a great start. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, Kennedy, what's wrong with you, man? You know, um, it's New Year. I wanted to ease you guys into it. So uh, same old self. Uh, all right, so I'm grabbing the shorter can, right? Yes, that's right. Uh, Cass, what are you doing for your birthday? How are you going to celebrate uh, some of the last years of your thirties? <laughs> He's getting a Visco Girl Coleman cup. Well, I mean, obviously, starting my afternoon with you fine gentlemen here. I have a little more work to wrap up. Probably going to stop at Ramstein on my way back from uh, where I'm at and get myself a nice smoked lager to really set into the afternoon. And then I get some Italian takeout, you know, this evening and, I don't know, watch a movie. Italian takeout. You're going to get a parm? You're going to get a parm? Eh, I'd probably go Frances tonight. Oh, fuck. 
Or if they got a special. Oh, fuck. Huggy just tried beer one. Hey, do it real quick so we can start talking about it. I've only smelled it. Hold on. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh. Don't necessarily need a black glass for this one. Yeah. I hope you like Brian and Dill. Yeah. It is uh, it, it isn't a black it isn't a it isn't a black can though. I was wondering if that would give it away, but I'm sure you guys. Uh, I feel I feel like I saw probably saw this. Uh, if this you know, is a barrel aged imperial stout, like, we're all fucked. Yeah, I think it's a milk stout, right? What brings us together um, on steal this beer? So it's it's you've already ruined it because you said I hope you like Brian and Dill, but it is definitely Dill pickle. Do yeah. you get the weird spearminty thing in there? Yeah, there's a is lot. Is that just did they just use actual like fresh dill? On top of vinegar, there's 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 actually some fun things. So I I enjoy. Yeah, talk about it. Don't just say Bill no Pickle. Talk about it. The first yeah, the first I'm sip trying. was got, the first sip was offensive. I've got, I've got an sure. herb. So so it was the it was the aromatics because all right. So it did come out of a black can, and I saw it as it poured into the black glass that it was yellow. So I thought we were in a pilsner world so i you know what i mean just be like all right so justin starting off with a typical lager brought black glass to said nose inhaled deeply and got cow so so here's the thing here's the thing before i get super mean to it because there's no reason to be mean to it it's actually i mean people put pickle juice into jameson these days right so people clearly want shit to taste like this so it does a very good job of what it is Problem is, it tastes nothing like beer. It just tastes like I'm drinking pickle juice, which is a thing I do. Yeah. Um, but the, it's is it is it like actually wild fermented, John? Do you get do you get there like is, there is I've got that, some some real classic funk. That's yes. So of lactic fermentation, not lactose. Yes, 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 yes. There is that difference in those really good fermented pickles versus mm-hmm. some of like just the, oh, we did a quick brine, like that kind of thing. Um, so there is actually some fun complexity to this um, with that, you know, that funky tang on the back end. There is this, I'm not getting that spearmint that you were talking about. Well, I, so my problem is I think it, for something about it is minty, but I think it's just herby. And I'm just making it minty. You know what I mean? Like it could just be fresh dill. I'm actually smelling from the top of the can now because it's still got a lot of that kind of barnyard funk on it where it blew off in the glass right away. So Cass, you're drinking this too, right? Yep. What are you liking about it? Because I have a very specific note that I want to bring up, but I want I want to hear from Cass first. Well, I was trying to dig around for a black glass, so I'm just going straight from the can with it. The, when I cracked it and smelled it, I was like, oh, all right. I kind of know what this is. <laughs> S- sipped it, and I, I did, I'll be honest, didn't like the first sip. It was very sharp and just eh, offensive. And But now I'm halfway through, maybe got a quarter of the can left because now I'm drinking it, and it just it really smooths out, I think. Um, you got a lot of sweetness in there, too. And I'm not too sure you know where to get that from, but... I yeah, I'm enjoying it now, and a little spiciness to it too. I don't know if that was like like peppery spice. Yeah, good call. Absolutely, the finish is definitely like white pepper. Mm. Yeah, and so everything that you guys just said 
is playing into this note that I'm going to say next, right? It's, I'm getting, and it's probably the power of suggestion, but I'm getting a little bit of that minty, but it's not fresh herb. It's almost like what I would describe as like mint bark or mint root, where it has a hardness to it. Um, But there is this, yeah, I'm just going to kind of keep going with it. There is this slight rubbery, almost like a washer, like a plastic uh, or rubber washer that you you know put in your sink or something like that of that kind of rubber mm-hmm. that I'm smelling off of it, but that is verging on that white pepper, peppery, minty bark thing. So it's this, it's it's it, it it'd be so easy to dismiss this beer as just like oh this is just a fucking gimmick, but there's there's some real fun to this. All right, yeah. so you've it's also me... super salty, very, Hold very up. salty. Yeah, very salty. Yeah, uh, it's definitely briny. It goes a base um, yeah. So hold on, I've gone to my kitchen, and for the first time in my life, we don't have our. Oh, there they are. Okay, good. I was going to say. So, do you guys know Grillos or Grillos pickles? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah the, the, the plastic tub. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So, John, when you gave that note, all right, so let me step back for a minute, and then I'll come back to the Grillos. But so, again, I fucked up our own game by assuming I was going to smell Pilsner smells, which is why when I smelled it, I was like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> that being said, the minute I said, what the fuck, you said Dylan Brine, and my head's been on pickles now. So to back up your idea of, I think this was an actually interesting fermentation, is not only have I now that my head says okay, and God forbid if this is a fucking milk stout, we're really dead. Here. But uh, well, what I'm saying got, is, somebody's got a pretty rampant infection in there. Now that I think stout. somebody's done a pickle beer, a la uh, Evan, because you know Evan's pickle beer is is my favorite beer because Evan made it once for fun, and now he can't not make it. So I always That's tell him it's his best beer just to just to to ram that home. But um, but so. The the rest of my fermentation thoughts on that is I love the dill, I love it leading it a mint, and I love the white pepper, and I think the white pepper is a fermentation profile, not a spiced thing. But I've also smelled like, okay, it's when you said pickles, my head went right to that bucket of pickles we get, and that's to give credence to your plastic note. Yep. Because it wasn't the pickles, it was opening the bucket of pickles. Uh-huh. I don't imagine I smell the bucket, but I definitely associated it with that plastic jug of pickles and not a jar of pickles or anything else. I get it. So I think that gives credibility to what you're saying. But then the other thing is just now, and this is just fun, is they became a sweeter, like the bouquet in the glass became a sweeter, like Vlasic Subway pickle, not a actually fermented Oh yeah, that kind hard, of hard-skinned yeah. cucumber. Yeah, like some I sugar know, in the some sugar in the vinegar. Yeah. Bullshit, bright you know, brightly colored, not natural pickle. Yeah. the The other thing that I want to talk, uh, and I agree with you on that, but that I really like about this beer that I've been noticing as I've been drinking it is the modest carbonation level. Yeah, I think I think this is a real sour beer i think somebody really did do a fermentation i think there's probably cucumbers in it i think there's a ton of real dill and i think like post the first fermentation i think if you will john i think they dry dilled with fresh dill um 
And I think that's cool. I, I, whatever. I, I, here's the thing. I'm not a pickleback guy. I've had to do them a couple times because I am a gentleman. Um, but I think it'd be much cooler to have a shot of Jameson and chase it with this than pour some yeah. shitty pickle brine into a shot of Jameson. Yeah. No, it's the, the more I'm thinking about it because I I'll, I'll drink pickle juice right out of the jar from the fridge all the time. Um, and if this was overly carbonated, uh, I don't think it would work quite as well, but this soft carbonation, this modest carbonation is, it just makes it just a fun, like you can take a full mouthful of this and not have your cheeks puff out with, uh, with tiny bubbles. It's, it, it's, it's nice. Do you know, or I don't know that we've talked about this, but the most industrious thing I noticed in 2023 was one of the things, you know, one of the, my many bad habits is I like to do endurance, you know, endurance yes. events. When you're training outside, when you're out on the road, out past like three or four hours, salts become as important as sugar. So when somebody's organized a ride like that, like a hundred mile ride at the 65 mile mark and 85 mile mark, the available foods will either add in or kind of change to bags of pretzels and stuff. And at some point, pickle juice became a very popular thing, like little souffle cup shots of pickle juice became a thing to put at that station with pickles off to the side as a way to get quick and interesting salt into you that wasn't, you know, dry pretzels or sun chips are a classic. Um, and as of this year, I found people were taking like that little tiny five energy, five hour energy bottle you see at stores. And just filling it with pickle juice and selling those to carry along on your ride. So in, in, in as much as five years, pickle juice became a popular thing, became a package thing. It is now a sports nutrition thing available at vitamin shoppy. Um, all in the last, all in the last five years. Cool. Just like your Flintstones vitamins. Dude, it's but but it's amazing, right? Entrepreneurs will fucking entrepreneur the fuck out of things. At some point, like four or five years ago, I was like, man, pickle juice at mile 65 is pretty smart. And then somebody's like, well, you know what would be smarter? Charging $4 for 30 cents worth of pickle juice in a plastic <laughs> jar. I was like, you motherfuckers are good. Um, all right, so please tell me it's somebody's pickle beer, and I'm okay if it's just pickle seltzer. Yep, it's a pickle beer from Distilled Brewery in Normal, Illinois. Um, they call it a goza with sucker punch gourmet pickle brine. They call it a goza. They call it. Yeah, a that goza. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the salt um, as the base. But wait, beer, wait, yeah. wait! Something you said because you got all weird and and distant in there. I want to follow up on something though. Are you saying they make a goza and add pickle brine, or yeah, I think they add. Straight up pickle so, from sucker, sucker, punch. sucker Punch, which they make like Bloody Mary mix and you know, a decent pickle. Okay, so hey, this Kennedy. is a this is a collaboration between a brewery and a mixer maker. Pick, I guess company, so. Yeah, a there company. is a brewery in Texas that uh, does a line of beers with best made pickles. 
Um, and they, oh. they put out, I don't know, 15 or 20 different beers. It's probably even more at this point uh, since I last spoke to them, but they have a whole line of best made pickle beers, um, including one that I think we probably talked about on the show in the past where um, this there's this TikTok thing or it's a Southern thing, maybe Justin, where people were putting uh uh, purple kool-aid mix into a jar of pickles oh pickles i've seen that yeah yeah, yeah. That, i remember that. Oh, and they did that dying one. pickles but, yeah but hey justin did we did you do this because we talked about pickle beers on the show recently i have this vague memory i don't remember that i, I saw this beer and i remembered the pickle beer that uh, evan made that all he was talking about and i was like oh let's let's try this one well done i i wish i wish they'd made it Here's what I'll say, though, because now I want to fuck with this in this manner, like make a pickle Highlander or something. So if you're a New Jersey person who actually ferments pickles, and I don't mean like home fermenter. I mean, if you're a business or you know a business that actually makes pickles naturally fermented, not quick brine, reach out to me. Maybe we'll maybe we'll throw your pickle juice into a Highlander and see what happens this summer. And Maybe I'll even Jameson barrel age it. Hey, it's um, it totally to unrelated. <laughs> um, when you're ready to make that Girl Scout cookie beer, let me know. Oh, is it that time? It's getting to be that time, and uh, uh, it's never going to happen, John. Hannah wants that trip to Europe. I'm I'm with Hannah on that, <laughs> but you guys would hate the drunk text I was sending last night to the Assassins Row of um, of uh, Magnify Burley and um equilibrium about me wanting to fuck around with peaches this spring and that everybody had to give me their best peach idea so you will see an ice cream beer a candy beer and a hazy beer pretty soon <laughs> this is all oh. last night at like 9 30 so that's definitely not going to work into oreo mint stout um all right cool hey kennedy do you have a Yo. letter I do. I got a bunch of letters. Oh. All right. Well, since we always remember to ask that at the end of the show, you actually have letters for, and this is supposed to be a letters episode. Letter me, motherfucker. I don't think we ever said this was a letters episode, but that's but every time we don't have a guest, it's supposed to be a letters episode. All right. So it's not a whole lot of letters, but a lot of comments about what people are looking forward to in twenty twenty four. Oh, you love in um, terms of beer. You love. Um, By the way, John, I'm starting beer too. So all right, if you haven't, um, thanks for telling me. So the first question comment is from John O'Donnell. He says it will be the year of the brewery closure, the merger. Why does he say that? North... Wait, you can't just start a letter with it will be. <laughs> he, he's, he's predicting that and the realignment to ready. Did to you ask spirits. him what's 2024 going to be? This was, this was a general uh, thing we posted on Facebook the other day oh, that people have okay. commented on. Okay, so this is what they're okay. predicting for and then we'll discuss. Um, and then we got a response, or he got a response from uh, Steve S, who says the first part of that, uh, for sure, as I suspect, 2023 was a closure, consolidation, warm up, but not so much how much uh, of a push to RTDs you'll see. That space is so crowded already with major corporate dollars involved. So I think smart crap breweries will stay away in distro, although you'll see breweries, distilleries continue. Push that more under taproom. Okay. Okay. 
So what do you guys think? Are we looking at uh, closures, mergers, realignments to ready to drink spirits based stuff in 2024? I don't think so. Um, I think that was what 2023 is, and obviously there'll be some mushy sides to that. But if you needed to merge in 2023 and didn't, I think you're going broke, and I may be one of those guys. Um, If you could have and didn't i think 2024 is going to be where you figure it out um and if you you should have been the acquirer and didn't i imagine you'll get acquired by bigger by the end of the year Mergers, I think, have happened. Maybe you'll see a couple, but that's that. And then I think you'll you'll either you'll see a digital thing. You'll either see acquisitions or um, bankruptcies. Yeah. Um, there are some breweries that are seeing that strength in numbers thing, but on a smaller scale, right? So not what Victory did with Six Point and Southern Tier years ago of that size, but smaller in-state breweries where people are friends and they're like, all right, like if we go in together and we can buy our grain cheaper or our hops cheaper and we're both doing the same thing, but we're not necessarily cannibalizing off each other. I've seen that happen a few times in 2023 and I've heard rumblings from other folks that it's models that they're looking into. But it's- That was like in in Colorado, Dry Dock, I think, and Great Divide. Is that right, John? uh, That sounds- Right. There was a flurry of them that happened in October, November, December that I just couldn't keep yeah. up. I, I haven't heard about, heard about that. You think Mike yeah. Kane will finally buy Carton and I can I can finally go back to just <laughs> just not sweating about money and just I'm, have fun I'm, making I'm, beers again? I'm excited for you to join the Yale Terrace family. Oh, that'd be amazing. I but whatever those guys do, they're way better at business than me. Like like I, I there's a I, there's I, a buzz I, around them. Yeah, I don't. What I don't name know did you how. say, John? Yale Terrace. Are you not aware of this place? I'm not aware of them. No. So I've never been. I don't know them, and I have no opinion on them. However, they they pop up on rating sites like a whack a mole, and the world loves to whack them back down. Like it's a high scoring game of whack a mole with that brewery. What I will say though is. They've got to be doing something right because they've been in existence for three years and I've only ever seen them abused on the social medias. So Accurate. maybe they are the right maybe they are the right people to acquire me. Are they in New Jersey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're up Cranf- by John. Cranford, New Jersey. Uh, they're just far enough away that I can't wander in. I'd have to plan to go there. <laughs> and you know me and my you know me and my never yuck someone's yum. This would be rubbernecking at this point. I've seen so many people be mean to these guys. I want to go support them, but I'm afraid, you know, me and my inability to lie. I've kind of got an arm's length approach at the moment, but I hope they're great. And it's just somebody's idea of a funny joke. Um, I've been the target of that. John, have you had beer too yet? Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna. So it it tastes out, like yeah. it tastes like the beer that comes after a pickle beer. Yeah, either my taste buds <laughs> are 
enormously uh, screwed up following the pickle beer, or this is a wildly infected Rauch beer. So thank you. It's I don't that, have it as that, wildly infected, but I definitely have some smoke I don't know. It's Band-Aid. It's bitter. Like it's super bitter. But I'm 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 hopeful that it's just this 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 pickle beer. I think it is. I think I th- so. I don't have I don't have the Band-Aid. Here's the thing. I've got I've got like all right. So beer geek hat on. You guys know the difference between electric kettles, fire kettles, and steam jacketed kettles? Mm-hmm. Yep. Whoops, school us. Okay. No, so well, you guys hate fun in 2024, right? You both no. are like, uh-huh, of course we do. Please don't launch into 90 minutes of giving us mechanical <laughs> lectures. But you know what? I'm here for the fun. I'm here for Thank Augie you, John to Hall. give us. Thank you for appreciating what we do. Anyway. Keep it, keep it to a minute and a half. Well, it's, your, it's just like cooking. It's your heat source, and it's how you make the wort hot. But in my brain, the electric system, much like a home range, gets heat sourcey. And this feels to me like some part of the kettle got too hot before everything else did, and some sugar was scorched. Does that make sense to you now? Rather than being a proper Roush beer? Rather, yeah, the smoke tastes to me like, like, have you ever been gonna fry an egg and the butter burns? No, I get, I get that, and you don't start over. It's like the malt, the first runnings of the wort, the highest sugar first runnings of the wort, hit a kettle that was a kettle bottom that was way too fucking hot, and immediately scorched all the sugar, which left a smoky burnt sugar feeling through the whole beer, rather than somebody made a smoked beer it's it's you know what i mean it's like something in process i don't oh god this is so hard to explain but if you've ever put something in a toaster right after toast was burnt and the uh-huh. next thing tasted like the burnt smoke from the thing before it it's sure. like it's like no, they I, know what you mean. Ac- I know what you mean it's like they accidentally started a sugar fire and then put it out with the liquid behind it you know what i mean yeah my this is uh, if the, if it's there a super is not, weird flavor, but I, I'm here for it because I don't know what it is. If if there is if there's not smoked malt in this, I'm going to be really surprised. I um, don't think there is. Maybe I mean I get your kind of ham water thing, but I don't have the band aids. Yeah, no, the band aid and it, but it's also I mean just this like super bitterness. Um, yeah, all right. And it's like it's like this like accurate, God damn it. See, now I've got the ham water thing. Now I've got your... Our ah. suggestion compels you. No, I think you're right. The problem is I'm I'm much more interested in why it tastes. So I don't want to keep... The smoke is muted to me. First sip was there. To me, it smells... To me, it smells like... Imagine... Imagine if you will, John, I know you're a big food guy. Imagine if you will, you're out and you get a creme brulee mm-hmm. and instead of like piercing the burnt sugar and eating the cream with it to tail off that burnt sugar flavor, imagine if you just like flicked up the corner of the sugar and ate the black part of the brulee sugar. 
That's what I'm ending up with here. So it is very smoky and scorched, uh-huh. but it's more about what the sweetness is than what the smoke is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, I don't Cash. hate or love it. I'm just confounded by it. Cash, you got other thoughts on this? Oh, I mean, roasty, definitely unroasty. So I, the smoke disappeared for me. I don't find band aid. I don't really find anything wrong with it. It's super cold, but I do. I do think that our prior beer has something to do with it. Yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm really hopeful because because I don't think it's infected, John. You said infected. Yeah, I, I did. think it's and a I, clean I'm gonna, ferment. I'm going to stand by it as well. I think it's a clean ferment. I think you're right. I think there's a sack of, I don't know, beechwood smoked pilsner malt in there on top of some. I don't know, some weird sugar. I just can't figure out maybe molasses. I've put molasses in beers before. I guess it might show up like this. I don't know. All right. All right, moving on. What is it, Kennedy? It is a Roush beer. It's from Oxbow Brewing. This is Sap House. So that weird uh, beer. So weird sugar is main maple syrup. We had one of these like last week, right? It's from Lawson does one of these. So this is like the Roush beer version of Lawson's thing we had last week. So that weird yeah, sugary thing that. is just uncooked sap. Was no, it I think syrup this is or is it sap? Syrup. It's not sap. It's actual syrup. I oh, think. I got you. All right. So, so all right. So the idea was. Water. So the idea was the bacon on a plate of pancakes. Mm. I don't know. We've had yeah. this, I've had this beer before. It has not tasted like this before. But we didn't have it behind a fucking pickleback. I, I know, and that's why I'm I'm again. I'd be very surprised if Oxbow was putting out an infected beer. Yeah, no. I'm standing by the band aid thing that I'm getting. I'm standing by my taste. But band aid is I'm a going, smoke phenolic. That's a Jesse note. Okay, all right. I know, but mm. what I'm saying is coming behind this beer. Or the first beer, it just did it zero favors. Yeah, Kennedy, you should have you should have made this one and that one too. Uh, I don't know yeah, if that would have helped. So. Well, I'm knocking you. Down. I'm knocking you down one Chicharone level. Whatever you are, minus one. So now you're just a Uber Chicharone or whatever. Um, because this progression. This is it cer- wait is it really certified is it like is it like prime choice and triple a i think the isn't the first level of that certified like beer I server is it beer server or beer tender i don't know why would i know beer I, server. Hate, I, think I beer hate server. school the only the only school i hate more than beer school is elementary school um huh i, th- right. I think hey, do we i think a- we've got a process all right next question or next question all right we got some more predictions for 2024 awesome uh evan l says what am i looking forward to most the continued resurgence of lager totally anecdotal but it seems like here in southern california breweries are taking lager more seriously and some are even subtly trying to rebrand themselves as their local spot for classic styles what am i not looking forward to well, if that catches on, probably more bad luck. Yeah. Biggest hope for 2024 or STB memes? Uh, we need better STB memes. <laughs> um, although I do love, I forget why, somebody wrote something that let me pull out that old Justin Timberlake face 
that I show up every that time. That was the Justin, one. That was every the time one. Justin's the answer to anything. No, 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 no. Justin's spinning, I put on that. But like last week, somebody said something right around the new year. Somebody said something like, why don't you guys do this? And the answer is Justin. So I just always put up that Justin Timberlake face when you're the answer. And I was very happy to get to do that again. It's been a long time. But why don't you guys do this? And I just put up Timberlake. Um, yeah, the spinning Justin was the response to that meme. That is good. Um, I can't get over this beer, though, dude. I don't want to let it go. So it's not maple sap water. It's maple syrup on a smoked mm-hmm. beer. Wait. Huh. I'm enjoying it. Well. You probably canned it, right? I I actually did not. I just checked. Com- company that's, rules. That's, company rules says you have to enjoy it. That's we, fine. I'll, I'll stand. You are nothing out. if not a company man. I've had. No, this they're making before. this. Oh, they're making it at zero gravity in Vermont. Says it right on the can. All right. I've yeah. had this beer before. I like this beer when I've had it in the past. It's it's. I'm hopeful that it's coming off of this this last one. But there is just there is. A great deal of unpleasantness with with this ex- yeah. with this particular beer experience. Well, save half the can, eat some bread, get the pick because I still taste dill pickle, dude. Yeah, like I've been drinking. Think about that. I've been drinking a maple syrup Rauch beer, and I still taste dill pickle. That's a pervasive flavor. Mm. Um, all right, that's probably why people like it. Um, See, so... I, put, I put this one behind that one because I thought it would like clean everything out, but obviously that's not what happened. So I think I think my bad, my bad for misordering. No, it's fine. It's fine. That's actually a fun thought exercise. So say you start your day like we just did, presumably. Yeah, it's it's pretty much. I haven't eaten any food yet today, so this is same. This is clean face drinking. So I'm wondering where do you go after this? Like, what if you were going to jump to a whole new style? What do you do? Oh, the only that move. progression. Like if this was well, what would have been a cleanser you tell people what to drink. The only move order. here is four or five, four or five pilsners. In between, the only move here is a full reset. No, it's a full reset. You got like it's it like trying five, to get takes five. It's like it's like once you let yourself dip into the hazy rut, you never really get out of it for the rest of the night. The only move out is a lot of Pilsner. Maybe a lot of like Allagash White would work here. I was going to say a Hefeweizen um, or something to, you know. Yeah. Oh, no, not banana. No, no, no. Just clean, crisp, dry, little ashy. Banana, banana Lambic. Start over. You could do a banana Ew, Lambic. Banana Lambic. Banana Lambic. <laughs> is that from 2023 or 2022? When did we agree to do a banana Lambic? <laughs> I just, I just assume that we're, that we're already at least a year in barrels at this point. Nobody ever sent me the banana sauce. I would have made it. Nobody sent me the banana sauce. Although somebody did suggest a banana beer at the brewery at our, you know, creative meeting on Friday. And I was like, mm, I feel like I've made too much fun of bananas to make a banana beer, but maybe. Um, we didn't quite answer the question, did we? Yeah, no, I wanted to get back to the question. So I like his note about the shitty lager. And I hate to be so negative, but that happened. Like, that happened in my lifetime. It's happened on the show. You guys can go back seven years and find it. But when beautiful hazies started happening and good people were making great ones in a window of seven to ten years ago, 
other half trillium had just shown up um treehouse was just starting and still making drier versions of today's beers and there were these big fun plush luscious so hoppy so pretty beers and then instagram destroyed that style because people started just doing it wrong like leaving yeast and suspension and and making beers that looked like those beers in pictures but nobody had ever really drank the good ones you remember I did some traveling and I went down to a place and somebody poured me this beer they were super fucking proud of that looked like one of Sam's beers in the glass. And I was like, oh, cool. I like this kind of beer. And I drank it and it was nothing but, you know, hop creep diacetyl on top of yeast burn. And they were charging like six fifty for it. And they were telling me that it was their number one seller and everybody in their community liked it. Which is what happens when trends beat tastes. You know what I mean? So I think his concern about as people believe the lager business starts, breweries that haven't either been making lagers for the last 12 years and getting better and better and better at it, or completely founded themselves around that notion like Ashley we'll get away with making some shitty loggers and we'll end up back in 1993 when people like uh, Hickenlooper had to pretend that making a pretty clear beer was hard to do, which Budweiser then weaponized against us. Um, so that that's the interesting part of that letter to me. Um, if you're going to fuck around with Pilsners, do it because you fucking love drinking Pilsners and want to make a perfect one. And be ready to lose money building that business. It's just how it goes. But Augie, do you think it's the, it'll swing it? Like to me, that's reactionary. Like it's going to swing a different way, right? After people are over the hazies now making loggers, pilsers. Where does that go from there? Is it go back to bigger beers? Does it go back? Well, so to... my my thought on that, um, I can tell you because. I'm actually working on the recipes now. I've got like four recipes down and we're going to make them over the year. Like I did when I was trying to Kolsch yeast a hazy to make it where I want it to be. Right now, my heart is on a a better, more honest East Coast version of what's being called the West Coast Pilsner trend. Yes. Okay. Um, I think there's logic to people wanting a bright, pretty, clean, not so fat in the mouthfeel, juicy beer. I think lager fermentation on that is a mistake because I think the ashiness of a well-fermented lager, those kind of flinty, ashy, minerally things we get from, you know, that little bit of sulfur that a good ferment, a good lager fermentation throws works against what you want that fruitiness to be. So you've got to fuck around to get it there and you end up sweetening up what should be a dry beer. So I'm fucking around with trying to find the right grist, which will be some kind of, you know, largely Pilsner plus two row with say a sack of honey or a sack of golden, um, you know, no real souring malt bill. And then pitching... Kolsch or one of the easier, fruitier ale yeasts on that to make what 
what I believe traditional style wise would be a golden and then dry hopping that with, you know, the very modern nectarons or turkey pick or these different hops I'm loving. And it's just dialing the hops and dialing the feels and all that to where they are fruity and bright rather than sloppy and juicy, which is fun for your IPAs and then building a supporting finishing somewhere, you know, somewhere around like one, two, one, four Play-Doh ale fermentation so that you have some fruitiness to lay that fruitiness on and you're not trying to cover up the lack of it with hops. And that's, that's where I think I want to be drinking this year. And as you guys know, for the last 12 years, I make boat because that's what I want to drink and I get lucky. I make dub because that's what I want to drink and I get lucky. This is what I think I want to drink. And I'm just going to fuck around until I find one I like and it'll either become a brand or it'll become a project of the past. But that's where I'm going. Paul, what do you think? Is it going to be... Uh, is, are we going to swing back to boozier, hoppier styles now that people are vocally into lager? I I don't know about hoppier, but definitely boozier. And we're seeing it. Yeah. And we're seeing some of those trends right now, especially in those 19.2 ounce cans where it's those 8% and above. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's some gangbusters. And it's that. I almost sent, yeah, I almost sent you guys a, uh, it's a high ally, double high ally that's 10%. And it's only canned in a 19.2 ounce can. Yeah. Oh, that's it, amazing. That, that's out. There's also like a doubles, a double Dale's pale ale that's out there yep, as well. Yep. That's um, been around forever, though. Yeah, but nineteen twos, and they're selling, and they're selling well. And those, you know, those fruit juice IPAs that we had from uh, oh, oh, uh, don't, the, the don't say fruit ones. juice. Don't but those are, juice. but but those are fruit high ABV, <laughs> and I I oh, think that God, as, that as we gross. went for the session drinks where we went for the four or five percent lagers, and we're enjoying the shit out of those and love them. That there is every once in a while this desire for a skull splitting high ABV, whatever. And it, if it's in moderation for most drinkers like like us, I think it's it's fine. But I mean, Augie, what's that what's the one that you do that um that messed me up last year? Uh Canyon. Canyon's just That's like a, a seven and a half percent lager. Seven but it's seven and a half percent versus but it's but I've been making that for 12 years. No, that but what I'm saying is I think that there is an appetite for those beers every now and again, as long as you know what you're getting into. I didn't bother to look at the ABV and had four of them and then <laughs> was confused <laughs> the next afternoon when I woke up. It's um, a good beer, but that's, you know, you know, I only make that for one restaurant. That's meant to go with a cuisine. That is not meant to be drunk like a beer. Don't, it's fun don't, to drink like a beer. I do live my life. I'll tell you how to um, drink my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Once I buy it, um do you know the joke of that i feel like you of all people get the joke of that because that's again that's another one of those 12 year old beers that's i think you know i've been making lager every year we've been open but that was the first and then town came like a year or two behind it but that one was designed to complement a menu but the joke was back then adjuncting was still classic adjuncting so I wanted to say fuck you to American adjunct lager. So what I did was to pair to this Southeast restaurant, Southeast American, you know, Tex-Mex for lack Southwest, of a better term. Because yeah. Southwest, I'm sorry. Thank you. That's why I was having trouble saying Tex-Mex. 
uh, Southwest Cuisine Place. Really great restaurant, Copper Canyon. I uh, What I did was basically create something like a Modelo recipe, but instead of using corn syrup, I used blue agave syrup. So I threw out the world's cheapest sugar source for the world's most expensive sugar source and created a a food-friendly, flinty, dry, you know, fucking taco beer that's apparently dangerous to you, and I didn't know that. Every time we can that from now on, I'm going to send you a case right away. And I'm just not going to pay attention again. Um, yeah, no, I'll just I'll just scratch off the ABV that's clearly written in giant letters on the front of the can, and I'll just set them up to you. Uh, I pour I pour my beers into a glass. That's funny. That's yeah. That's right, a we should wrap up. Had, we got, yeah, we got we gotta we gotta go. But I'm oh, glad we gotta get to Mr. Alworth. Yeah, I'm yeah. Ted. We're off on to the same old bullshit as usual in a brand new year. <laughs> Delight being with you guys. I love you guys. Love uh, you, hey, Cass. Happy tell birthday. Tell them how to send you birthday money. Yeah. Yes. $5, $5 and a card from grandma. Dude, I love five. Dude, have I told you about it? I put a $5 bill in every birthday card I've sent for a decade now. All right. I'm waiting on mine, man. <laughs> I, um, know, I was, was going to say, I got a birthday coming up. It's, oh, dude, do too. you not know about that? Me, me and a buddy were really drunk and we talked about the the joy of finding a five dollar bill when we were 10 and he and i both just started putting five dollar bills in every birthday card we give so i'll go to like you know like rich motherfuckers birthdays and give him a card with <laughs> chris five dollar bill in it and when they're like what the fuck dude i'm like i just you know i, I wanted to reconnect you to the joy of finding a five dollar bill in your birthday card right. all right i'm gonna well, keep my eye on the usps you're not a rich motherfucker friends. it's not funny <laughs> no, right. no. Being the opposite of a rich motherfucker, five bucks is actually super helpful. <laughs> if you would like to send us five dollars, a certain more motherfucker over there. <laughs> All right, that's Patreon. Uh, do you think, yeah. Come on. Yes. Well, you ruined my joke. Well, anyway. All right. Come uh, on. Yeah. Patreon.com slash steal this beer. Thank you all that kick us those ducats and patroons. Really helps out. Write us letters, uh, steal this beer podcast at gmail.com. See what we're drinking on untapped. And uh, yeah, all the social medias at steal this beer. All right, y'all, get at us. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.